Streetwear style, formal office wear, business casual, sportswear, gothic, hip-hop, cosplay, or anchor. Doesn't matter who you are. Fashion is something that will forever be accommodated. For years, fashion has transcended generations and built culture and set a precedent to what and who people are perceived to be. Now today's guest takes us through her journey of finding her voice within a space that shapes opinions of who we are while trying to create her own narrative of what modern day fashion is today. Welcome to Creative Art Radio. What's going on, Faz? Nothing much. Nothing much? Yeah. 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 Just chilling. It's hot. Yo, this weather is crazy. Mm-hmm. This weather is actually too much. How have you been surviving the heat, yo? I don't know, because right now I'm wearing a long sleeve. So. I feel like sometimes like, I'll be trying to duck heat strokes every single day. Like, really? literally, yeah. Because, yo, like, how do you dress for this weather? The thing is, you might as well dress however, like, the you want to, because... Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to sweat regardless. True. That's why I'm true. wearing what I'm wearing today. Okay. Mm. What are you wearing today? True enough. So, okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm wearing this cute Louis Vuitton um, top. Okay. And I'm wearing some Gucci jeans mm-hmm. that I got from Gucci. <laughs> and I got these really cute heels from Louis Vuitton again. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I'm wearing today. Interesting designer. Dripping. Pick up on clothes. Head to toe dripping, yo. I see you. Add the jokes. I'm just chilling. Nah, that's all good. Yo, so just looking at, like, you know, the brand from a perspective and just looking at, at, at you as well. Like, I've been to, yo, you just graduated. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What did you graduate in? Um, Fashion design. Fashion design? Mm. Okay. Where did you do that? Um, Anglia Ruskin in mm. Cambridge. Okay. Mm. Where is that? In the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure you're like not everyone or not that, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what is like? What is your major? Um, it was just fashion. Fashion. It's that? like you're trying to get a degree or so now. No, I'm not. I'm actually just curious. I'm actually just curious. I just want to know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like I'm just curious because like. I actually don't have, like, I don't know a lot of people that do, like, fashion design and major mm. in it. Mm. So that's, like, mad impressive. How yeah. did you convince your parents? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, you know, that's, like, a viable option degree. Especially in Zoom. Like, you know how Zoom gets? Yeah. yeah and our parents also are a bit it's crazy. A bit messy. Yeah. 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 I think, well, with my mom, yeah. I think there was no doubt. Like, okay. she always wanted me to do fashion. Yeah. Or, well, she supported me doing yeah. fashion from the get-go. So... When I told her, oh, I want to do fashion, she was like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Huh, my dad, yeah. Um, I mean, he was okay with it. Yeah. Like, he was never one to be like, no, you have to do this. Even though, like, sometimes he'd be like, so you don't want to do law. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, no, I want to do fashion. Then he'd be like, mm, 
okay so yeah, yeah. But they both are they both like in the corporate world or they're like completely different industries in so my dad does law mm. and like a bunch of other stuff okay and my mom does um eat a lot like she does farming okay she sells full etc so yeah, yeah. She's a baller. She's just getting a yeah, pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I hear you. I like that. I like that. I like that. So, like, would you say, like, from when you're like super young, you've always just been like mad into fashion and yeah. like designing and stuff? Yeah, okay. Always. Yeah. yeah. I think from when I was like seven. Seven? Mm, okay. That's when I like started sketching things down. Seven? Yeah. And then Jeez. you take a M you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I'd literally cut my clothes. Yeah, and then show my mom, and she wouldn't be too happy. But, yeah, you know. so like you just get like guns from your from your drawer, and then you just like start dude, chopping it up, making dude, samples and stuff. Dude, yeah. this time when I'd literally got this new dress from mm-hmm. my mom, it wasn't anything extravagant. I mean, it had to go. It was yeah. ugly. Let me not lie. Yeah, and then I was like, you know what? What if I cut this up into a top and a skirt? Yeah. So I cut it, and it was like a google out, right? And yeah. I cut the bottom, and it was now like a little hipster skirt. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is cute. So I went and I showed her. Yeah. And I got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> Can you imagine? Dude? It's probably coming out and like, yo, what is this child doing? Just yeah. just seeing like cut top, cut off, <laughs> and it's like cropped dude, at the bottom. I'd look at my child and just be weak. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what what is this about? Honestly, yeah, <laughs> nah, that's crazy. But you know what? What is like a fashion degree like? Because like, I'd assume like, you know, my thoughts is it's literally always like, you know, you like probably sketch, mm-hmm. you do like a few samples, mm-hmm. you like showcase it as a project, mm-hmm. and then you like reconceptualize. So you're done. Hey, jeez, like, <laughs> I'm on the money. <laughs> I'm really on the money. So that's what it's like. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah okay literally exactly what you said just mm-hmm. a bit deeper okay yeah and i don't need to say that because there were tears involved <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah. yeah also like learning how to do textiles so print work using okay. a screen printer yeah um digital graphic design you also learn the business aspect to it as well yeah so kind of everything to do within the fashion industry is mm-hmm. what you learn about Jeez, that sounds crazy. So, like, do you get to do, like, um, get to see, like, different, like, fashion shows as well and, like, go to, like, different houses mm. and stuff like that or not so much? So, you should be. Yeah, you <laughs> we, should be. <laughs> we actually didn't get to do that. So, in yeah. our third year, we were actually supposed to go to Paris. Oh, That nice. never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And they actually never talked about it. So, it's one of those things where I was like, okay, so, in mm. first year... Did you just tell us we go to Paris for bands? Or... <laughs> Try to get everyone through the Isn't door. It? Like, yeah. you're like, you're like, yo, everyone's going to go to Paris and you guys are going to see, like, exactly. the, yeah. So third year came. Like, yeah. we still, what happened? Oh, no, it didn't come. It didn't come. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> we were in lockdown. <laughs> for the most part. Huh? We were in lockdown. But, yeah. yeah, second year is when we actually went into lockdown. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, sorry, so. you weren't. That was like, yo, <laughs> no, but I think the year, if you're talking about like, that was last year, right? Yeah, last so 20, year. So 2020, yeah. 2020, yeah. Literally. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jeez. Okay. So like, how did that then change? Like in terms of like your uh, trajectory, is that correct? I'm looking for, yeah, trajectory. Like, so if you were not going to do like, um, like fashion houses and stuff like that, what were you guys doing then? Like during that lockdown During period? that time. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were in lockdown, isn't it? So there wasn't really much to do. Mm. And I think it was really hard, like, especially if you were an artistic student. Okay. Like, you kind of want to go to the studio. You want to do your samples. And 
I, that's actually the time I bought my sewing machine because okay. I had to get something to actually sew with at home. Hey, nice. Because I'd always go to school to yeah. use the machines. Yeah. And yeah, it was just so different, you know, you didn't get okay. help. It was dark. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean it was dark? Like it was dark time? Yeah, it was a okay. very dark time. Yeah. I mean, for many, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you can, like, you sew all your own stuff, you tailor it, everything? No. Okay. So usually yeah. with the things that I do now, well, for <laughs> uni, I had to sew my own stuff. Yeah. So that was that. But then with my own, like, brand collections, mm-hmm. I designed the stuff. If I okay. want to make a sample, then yeah, I'll sew it myself. But if I want it to be neat, then I'll take it to the tailor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, you're saying now with your brand and looking from like a brand sort of perspective, what is your brand called? Uh, so I've got two. Okay. I've got Jeez, two, not just one. Two. No, no the <laughs> other one is like half. I've got like okay. one and a half. <laughs> it's like one and a half. So <laughs> All right, yeah. there is Fungai and Rufaro. Okay. That's the one I own with Rufaro. Okay. So it's co-owned. Yeah. And um, there's Fungai Musaro as well. Okay. Yeah. As you can see, I wasn't too creative with the names. <laughs> You're like, let me keep yeah. my name at the start <laughs> of it. Just, no, but I actually like that. Do you know what I mean? Because like you find that, um, you know, if you're looking at it again from like really popular brands and like international brands as well, it's usually like names of like founding families mm. or like first name basis. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of Zimbabwean brands well from the ones that I've seen with like really like not that not to say the names are not unique, mm-hmm. but like family names that are directly related to like your name or your family name or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really dope. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, cool, what is this? Let me let me check it out. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Um and so what kind of fashion are you guys into when like looking at let's start with the first one uh, mm. guy, uh, yeah so literally anything and everything okay so i'm not sure if you've seen like our past collections but it yeah. literally went from like maybe loungewear to mm. casual to street yeah. to formal like whatever we're feeling mm. at that certain time we'll just Mm. design upon those ideas and come out with a collection because we don't really like the idea of feeling limited you know (laughs) so yeah we just kind of go with the flow and go with whatever we don't really have like one genre yeah Mm. i like the street stuff though like especially the the jacket Mm. i think there's this black one yeah um it's like a vest like a tech vest Mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of dope that's kind of, I think that was like when you guys were primarily oh, doing the street stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was like beginning of the year. That was one of my favorites, funny enough. So yeah. with that outfit, the day, no, not the day before. Well, anyway, the week before, mm-hmm. one of our tailors messed up the original outfit. It wasn't yeah. even supposed to look like that. Okay. And we got so stressed and she was like, no, we'll do it again. And we, we were so weak. We Who's just the like, tailor? Bro, yeah. Okay. We're just like, bro, we'll go to someone else. Yeah. It's fine because we don't have time. So we went to someone else mm-hmm. and they did it in like a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> they did it in a few hours. Yeah. So this is the second, the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Okay. And yeah. the day after we had the shoot and yeah. it was like, okay, yeah, this is nice. Yeah. And people actually like that one the most funny enough. So no, yeah, everything dope. happens for a reason. How hard is it to find Italians in? <laughs> <laughs> and to find a good tailor yeah. that won't give you excuses or, <laughs> is hard. We're still looking, bro. It's still looking, small, right? Small, yeah, small, I figured because like I feel like Joe Taylor's are so funny because you you usually find that they're between 
45 mm. and probably 65. Mm-hmm. So because that age gap between like young mm. let's say designers and like tailors that are older, they will do something that's completely opposite to what you said. Mm-hmm. I remember there's a time at the time we left this uh what was it? It was a it was like a denim vest. Mm-hmm. Right. So we told him to put pockets on the top. This man literally I don't know if you thought we we're talking about like you know the pocket side suit pockets. <laughs> This man put the two top pockets and he put the suit one, so it was going in like that. I couldn't believe it. I was like, bro, you're looking at a sketch. At what point did you think that this even makes sense, like, remotely? So, yeah, no, I understand. Like, I actually, I, I deep that frustration. Oh, like, I understand. Man. Now, it's so hard. Like, I can't yes. complain too tough about yeah. the tailor I have now. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I've had her for time. But then, you know, sometimes when I decide to use a different tailor and you're like, oh, no, but this tailor is good. It, just, it goes sideways. Somehow yeah. there's just something small and you just get so frustrated. And you, it's like cheating on your barber. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but cheating on your barber is a serious offense. Like, I feel like that's exactly cheating on your tailor. One. Yeah, true. But like tailors, you know what? Okay. I get the reference. I get the reference. <laughs> but you know what? Tailors, I don't think I have a strong relationship like that with my tailor yet. <laughs> Because okay. he hasn't impressed me to the point where I feel that sense of yeah, of loyalty. Was, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you see? Yeah, the pockets. Was... And all of that as well. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But like like in time, maybe. Maybe in time. Mm. Yeah. But like looking at the UK, like, you know, like, I think they have like the most YouTube shows in terms of like even looking at it from a fashion perspective. Mm. Their fashion is also like super diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, you get shows like Never, uh, PAQ when we're still around. Um... So would you say like your time primarily in the UK actually shaped some of the designs that you make or like did it shape any of it at all? Or it's mm. just one of those where you're like, you know, inspiration comes from anywhere. No, definitely. Comes from anywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to be on that whole tip of inspiration comes from anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's very true. It really yeah. can come from anywhere, but <laughs> it's now about how you conceptualize that inspiration. And I feel like before I went to UK, I was lacking that so much. Okay. Like, there's a time, um, I think it was Harare Fashion Week, yeah. and they had a competition. And I entered that competition, and yeah. they gave us a brief. I forgot what it was. And I thought I killed it, bro. I was like, ah, oh, this, yeah, this, this is going to win. This is going to win. And, yeah, I didn't. I didn't I didn't even make it to the top five. I was yeah. like, bro, but. What like, is the competition is, about? I can't remember. That's the, I really can't remember. Yeah. I just remember that it was, I think it had to do, like, the brief had to do with, Zimbabwe or Africa or something. Okay. Yeah. All I did was like make a red bodysuit. Mm. Added like some chiffon wings and like a skirt. It was yeah. it was so basic, bro. Yeah. Like I looked back at it and I was like, this is so gouache. What was <laughs> I doing? Yeah. Uh and I'm just like, sometimes you really need that conceptualization. Mm. Conceptual concept did I just say conceptualization? Yeah, you say conceptualization. Dijo, is that like even <laughs> Hey, man, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. But, you know, we'll take it. Conceptualization, I, I hear you. I'm, nah, you just I'm, need I'm to conceptualize it. things. Because yeah. sometimes, not throwing shade or anything, but, like, yeah. sometimes you see people have this amazing idea. Yeah. And the way it's executed just isn't, you know? It's, it's not yet. hitting the bar. Yeah. So you feel like we're lacking in execution as an industry? Or? Mm. As an industry, I wouldn't yeah. say as an industry. I guess okay. it's just like a few individuals. But again, mm. like that's where I was a few years ago. Yeah. So 
you know, people need to go through that whole process on, of their journey okay. and understand, okay, this is where I went wrong and this is how I can make it better. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at that process, right, what would you say, like, your process was in terms of moving from, <clears throat> okay, cool, like, I'm currently studying, like, fashion science, this is what I want to do as a career, this is what I want to do pretty much for my life. Mm-hmm. And then getting to that point where, you know, you're sketching, you're, you're doing all the right things, but, like, you look at it again and you say, okay, look, that execution is lacking, mm-hmm. right? And then you get to the point where, like, okay, cool, I got the execution. Okay, now I want to build a brand. Um, how do I transition from sketching to branding to, okay, people actually want to buy this? Mm-hmm. Sort of like what was your process through that or um, through, the, through the years of you getting to where you are now? I feel like um, with my process, it was a lot more personal. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Because, yeah, it's sketching everything, but in terms of actually commercializing it and trying to sell it, like, I never really had a target to begin with. Okay. So... So you're not trying to make, like, you're not trying to make commercial fashion or, like, you're not just, like, trying to... Yeah, like, I wasn't really trying to make commercial fashion from Mm -hmm. the get-go. I just wanted to make things that look nice and things that I would actually wear because I felt like... And I'm sure, like, you've seen this as well. Like, you're into fashion as well. Like, mm-hmm. so many Zimbos, and I say this all the time, so yeah. many Zimbos will go out into the world, buy Gucci belts, jeans, whatnot, come back, yeah. or they'll buy fake stuff, then come here, and, like, hmm. it's just... And it's so mad to me, because, like, you've got your own designers yeah. right here mm. at home. So I feel like people started this whole thing of just following trends Mm -hmm. and not actually just dressing up for themselves, you know? So it was now more about fashion and not style. Style is a lot more personal. Fashion is fast. Mm -hmm. So I think I was just trying to create something for myself, but also something that people can look at and be like, oh, that's cool. I would actually wear that. And I'm, I'm going to wear that. And feel nice. <laughs> no, nah, especially like on the style bit, like I personally feel like that's why we have such a big uh sort of like counterfeit culture mm. in Zin. But that's like an African thing as well. If you think about yeah, it, like actually. as a continent, you know, it's not even like a Zim thing, it's just like a, go to Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, you see what I mean? Go to Nigeria, go to uh Ghana, go to you know, go anywhere in the world, like even South Africa as well. Like, mm. you know, you see like counterfeit everywhere, literally anywhere. Um but like you said, style. Style and fashion are two completely different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you even look at the count, sort of like the counterfeit culture, like I get it, but at the same time, like you're saying, like, you know, that just pushes those trends off where you say, like, look, fashion, I, I'm more interested in the fashion of it and not the mm-hmm. style of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is also why it's kind of hard to be to be a stylist in in this just talk about Zim, because that's where we are at the yeah. moment. Right. And when you look at it from that angle, do you think that it's it's harder to style people or is it easier to have a fashion brand and just like make all original pieces and just be like, look, this is what I have. This is what I'm selling. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Literally the latter. Cause (laughs) it's so hard. Sometimes it's so hard to design for people. And Mm. I do have clients that come to me and they're like, Oh, I want this. And then literally their thought process changes every two seconds, Mm. you know? And obviously like I'm still starting up. So cause you want the money, just do it anyway. But then I realize it's so much more easier mm-hmm. to just drop my things down, yeah. come out with a collection and be like, yo, this is what I have. Mm-hmm. So if I'm styling someone like Takura, for example, I'll be mm-hmm. like, this is what I have. 
Or if he gives me a brief, I look at the brief, come up with different sketches, and I'm like, this is what I'm designing. So it's so <laughs> much like... more easier. It's yeah. one of those, you know, I don't want to say take it or leave it, but yeah, it yeah. kind of is. Like, take me for who I am or don't, you know, yeah. or don't take me at all. Because <laughs> it's hard. What yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. So how do you maneuver that? Like, again, you mm-hmm. know, because like you said, when you're starting up, mm-hmm. there's such a thin line between like your client telling you this is what I want mm-hmm. and you staying true to your brand. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you like maneuver that? Um, I'm actually still trying to learn. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. still trying to learn. Um, Obviously, you need to keep it professional. Mm-hmm. So if someone is coming to me and they want something specific, yeah. if I feel like it doesn't align with me at all in any way, I'll tell them that, you know what, this is something I cannot do. And yeah. I think that's something that I've learned over time. Yeah. I can't do everything. And that's okay. There's so many more, like so many <laughs> fashion designers in Zim, yeah. you know? So I feel like I've learned to do that as well. If it's something... I see myself doing something I know I'm going to like, then I'll go for it, you know. But sometimes, you know, money is nice, but sometimes <laughs> it's not worth it. Because if you see that it's not within what you actually do, you end up losing yourself. And in that, you can also make a huge loss. No, that's true. <clears throat> Especially like that money chat. I feel like sometimes, you know, with fashion, you actually can get like so lost mm-hmm. in just like trying to rack it up and just like get as much as you can while you can exactly. and then you actually forget like why you even started in the first place exactly. so then you start like seeing like for example you start like seeing people putting out like a whole bunch of like let's say t-shirts or something like that mm-hmm. and you're like okay cool like we're gonna make the exact same thing mm-hmm. but just like make a different iteration mm-hmm. and then you see like like there's a point like i think it was like a few months ago when like durags was super super popular <laughs> yeah. but you know like these things are seasonal like it literally changes literally, every you know it's a trend exactly so like you start making like durags and then you start literally chasing trends and then you forget like your wait like every time i'm putting something out it's like the trend is hot mm-hmm. i'm gonna put something out which is like following the trend right so you're chasing trends every single time exactly so it's so hard I, see then you don't have a brand anymore because literally what you're doing is just chasing mm-hmm. trends and, and i mean like, the thing is like personally that's mm-hmm. not something i would want to do and Farah and i talk about that all the time mm-hmm. is that we don't want to become fast fashion yeah and i look at so many zimbabwean designers yeah. and everything we're doing is so personal which is great you know yeah but also at the same time if people want to make a quick buck mm. then fine go into fast fashion but it's not something that's going to last for a long time hence why it's called fast because it finishes quick yeah, 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 but also with that, do you think like fast fashion is more like dominant in like European countries as opposed to Africa? Mm-hmm, yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, there are not many. Don't want to say tailors, but okay, <laughs> I guess in European countries, not everyone can afford a tailor. Yeah, we True. can go like downtown and be like, I'm selling all my trousers, and it's like five bucks, you know. But then mm. in Europe. They, I don't know why it's so expensive, to yeah. be honest. But, like, a tailored, like, trouser would probably cost you, like, 1 to 150 you know. And that's just, like, trousers. Yeah. So people can't afford that. And they'll always go for the cheapest thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's how their, um, that's where their culture of fast fashion really came from. Is that not everyone can afford it? So if they want to, well, <laughs> they have to go for those brands like Primark, H and M, yeah, and you know the cheaper brands. But 
you have other people like the celebrities and people that are actually wealthy mm. going to get tailor-made clothing or things that are unique you know they can actually go to i don't know they can go to like louis or gucci or sorry these are just like <laughs> brands that come straight out of my mouth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they could go there and get something unique yeah. that not everyone else would be wearing so yeah i guess that's where their little culture came from It's just crazy. Like, how come, right, mm. when you look at, like, you know, you're talking about Gucci, you're talking about, like, all these um, brands that have, like, are well-established within their own, mm-hmm. you know, industry. And obviously, it takes time. It takes years for them to build that following, that that sense of quality. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at, like, you know, like you said, with, with, with uh, you're looking at Europe and those countries, the only reason why fast fashion is something that's so great mm-hmm. or something that um, takes, like, people get into a lot right is because you're looking at uh quality and cost mm-hmm. right but then when you look at zim or even africa as a, as a as a continent we have like you said more tailors and we take more time to mm-hmm. make these pieces and stuff like that so everything is tailored to like a certain specific uh sort of like aesthetic mm-hmm. so how come when we price things and it's a little bit pricier right mm-hmm. Do you feel like we don't get that same sort of recognition and like same appreciation for the time, the effort, mm-hmm. and the craftsmanship that goes into these garments? Definitely, definitely. And oh, yeah, it's a touchy topic. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. that feels like that one hit differently. It hit different. Because <laughs> yeah. people don't get it, you know? Like, yeah. for example, another brand, like my home brand, yeah. I came out with loungewear okay. and I wanted it to be like super affordable as well. Um, so there's this really lovely dress and the yeah. quality, I'm sorry, I hate, I hate to brag. I'm not yeah. even bragging, but I'm just telling the truth. The quality top-notch. is top notch. It's yeah. really nice. Okay. And this dress is 40 bucks, right? Okay. And this girl was like, oh, but yeah, I want to get the dress, but it's so expensive. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's okay. Well, when you're ready, she's like, okay, um, like, can I, can I pay 25 for now? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And you want to pay the other, like the rest when it's done? And yeah. she's like, oh, I can just pay 25. And I was like, <laughs> girl. You're like, nah. Do you know some of that? Like the 25 could cover the tailor, bro. Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> and for some of these things, like with that brand specifically, I was actually okay with making a bit of a loss when it yeah. came to the clothing. Because again, it was something personal. Like I don't feel like... um sim has well we do have some coming up but like we really didn't have many loungewear brands to begin with so i was trying to come up with something exactly something that's affordable but also like really high quality Mm -hmm. and it's like y'all gonna overlook that though like (laughs) (laughs) like nah it it does it does hit home Mm. and you're like yo the first thing you're gonna look at is price you're not even looking at if the quality is good you're not even looking at like and there's no way you're gonna start explaining like okay cool like the reason why this is 40 bucks is because like look i need to pay the tailor it's just like it's not worth it yeah exactly so you're like yo how can you not even be able to just like appreciate like you know the the quality that i'm trying to like you know the the the, the, literally just the brand in itself you know and it's crazy how do you think we can change that though like what do you think is the thing that's actually missing in terms of just like getting that message out or just like putting out what people are putting out where people don't just like immediately get like okay cool that's why it's that much Mm -hmm. you know well 
I think there's so many things. Yeah. And this one seems a bit silly, but anyway, I'm just yeah. going to say it anyway. Like, most of us, most of us are into fashion, right? Okay. And we design and we do whatnot, but we don't actually learn how to sew, okay. how to cut. Mm-hmm. And when you go to your tailor and they charge you what they charge, yeah. you actually end up understanding, like, okay, I I appreciated my tailor so much more after uni because yeah. what I went through, bro, was <laughs> yeah. so much. So yeah. you look at what she's doing and it's like, okay, it's worth the price. Mm-hmm. And you could actually cut that cost by just learning how to sew yourself. <laughs> you just do it yourself. Yeah, but yeah. obviously people don't want to do that and for different reasons. It is hard mm-hmm. as well. Um but yeah, that would like cut some costs. Mm-hmm. Another thing is if people were just a lot more supportive okay. of our brands in general. Um, again, instead of like, so what do you mean by that? So instead of importing clothing, oh, okay, just okay. buy from us. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's so simple, mm-hmm. and it's not even like you're having to compromise your style or whatever because you're gonna buy a dress from PLT mm-hmm. for like maybe 25 pounds yeah and you can get like something similar from natai natai mm. for 25 dollars you know or 30 dollars yeah. and it's more or less the same price because you would have ended up paying extra for the shipping anyway <laughs> yeah. so why not just get it here and i feel like once more people come to us and actually start using us and buying from us that money is coming in and it's money that we also use on our end to perfect our brand mm-hmm. And it just, you know, when money comes in, it just, things flow easily, bro. Yeah, true. <laughs> they flow. Everything, else, everything else becomes so easy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so easy. Like, we could end up making, <laughs> dare I say, a lot of money. <laughs> we could end up making money in it. And yeah. with that money, we make our things in bulk. Okay. And then we sell everything, make more money from that, make more things in bulk. And yeah. That money just keeps accumulating and it makes it so easier for us as well. But yeah, mm. people don't get that. Yeah, I yeah, I yeah. Especially in Zim, like it's just a tough market, to mm-hmm. be honest. But I feel like you know, like people starting to get it though. Like mm-hmm. people starting to get it. Like you were saying earlier on when you're talking about like loungewear and you know how there wasn't as many brands. Mm-hmm. But there's so many door brands out right now, mm. you know, like just looking at it from like, you know, uh female collections, like you said, Natana Tide. Mm crazy body. brand body mm-hmm. yeah shout out timby yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um well then i then i've been the game for so long oh you know she's like my zimbabwean idol man yeah i love Nanai. she's dope right mm. yeah so there's a lot of like female designers that are doing mm. crazy things you know shout out fungai rufaro you oh, know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like i feel like you females are coming female designers are coming for the entire thing mm. You guys are occupying the space. How does yeah, that feel as well? Like, you know, it's nice. It's nice, right? It's nice because like we're so supportive of each other. Yeah. Like I don't think I've had like no, I haven't. I don't mm. know. Why I'm looking for beef. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking for beef? Like, Who are you trying to fight? <laughs> I, I don't think I've had a little fight yet. <laughs> no, like at all. Like yeah. we're so supportive. Where did my English go? <laughs> we're so supportive of each other. Like yeah. I remember at Pichani. Um, yeah. I bumped into Danai. Okay. And she was like, oh, hi. So nice. I was like, girl, bless me. <laughs> like, oh, I, I was yeah. low-key crying inside. I was trying to, like, be cool. But yeah. I was low-key crying inside. Because like I was been looking putting at me on. from when I was in form, form three. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was nice. And it's just nice to see, like, girls get their own, you know, girl power. Mm. 
and yeah it's just nice to be in an industry yeah where seems supportive yeah that yeah. seems so yeah within well within yourselves i guess yeah and just like have people around you that want to see you win exactly yeah yeah no i know what you mean but it's really it's really cool though mm -hmm. just to see like you know brands growing literally it's almost it's weird because like i was saying this to my friend the other time i was mm -hmm. like you know you see a lot of zim brands that they're growing literally at the same pace mm -hmm. right but it's sort of the same market mm -hmm. right but each brand is growing in its own individual way because like everything is so different mm -hmm. in the sense of like you know the target market in itself is completely different you might have someone who's like interested in like something particular that your brand that individual thing exactly. that has what well, that's within how you guys make your stuff or like how you put it out mm -hmm. and it's just like something that's really really dope to see and it's a lot of young people as well which mm -hmm. is like something that really like is is really dope for me and just like seeing it happen as well i'm just like yeah. yo that's crazy you know but yeah shout out to you guys for doing what you're doing <laughs> obviously i'm a fan oh, <laughs> yeah yeah but uh what i want to get to right is so I've, i was i was watching tv the other day and i was watching like different like sort of like uh fashion shows and you know like modern day fashion shows mm -hmm. and i was also looking at um sort of like how they used to do things a long time ago mm -hmm. and like so much has changed you know in terms of a fashion show perspective mm -hmm. so with you guys have you guys been thinking of doing any fashion shows recently or sort of like i know you have one that's coming up sort of like yeah. is that more conventional or you know sort of like you know what is your vision around that yeah well i mean conventional is boring yeah so it's definitely not going to be conventional um Obviously, I don't want to disclose too much because <laughs> we do yeah. kind of like want people to be surprised, taken aback, you know. Yeah. I'm really hyping this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super desperate. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's not going to be conventional. Okay. Is what I can say. Yeah. Because when you look at like conventional shows, it's just people walking, you know, it's not really telling a story. And yeah. I, I know it sounds so dumb because like off late, everyone's been like, yeah, I wanted to tell a story, but like uh -huh. on, it just needs to tell a story yeah. for it to be a bit more exciting yeah, yeah, yeah i hear you so why, why the name though genesis like, yeah genesis because it's the beginning okay <laughs> yeah so we're literally i kind of figured but i was like hey, let me just ask maybe you know literally the beginning of our journey like okay. we've started okay well fungai and rafaro started mm -hmm. time ago like okay. 2019 um and you as i said i've been like designing since i was seven but yeah. like this is our actual like first time hosting a fashion show of our own yeah and showcasing to everyone so it's just the beginning of that i guess yeah <laughs> it's the beginning of that and we're also gonna include um things that are like specifically things that we started doing as well so you'll just see things that I used to do because it's gonna be okay. Yeah. This is so confusing. <laughs> it's gonna be fungi and referral, then yeah. there's gonna be fungi. So okay. with fungi, obviously that's gonna be a lot more personal because mm -hmm. it's my own brand. Okay. So I will be showcasing things um that are remixed. <laughs> so for example, crochet, I used to do crochet. Okay. Um, and that's gonna pop up. And I feel like people are gonna be like, bro, you don't do crochet, but so, it's something yeah. I did time ago yeah yeah okay that's exciting because like then like you're saying it's like like an addition of like everything together mm. and then just putting it out so like is that going to come with like new collection as well or sort of like yes. oh nice so from okay. Rufaro, mm -hmm. um 
will just show what we've done before, mm-hmm. but Fungai is going to show you a new collection. Okay. Third so what, what made you step out from like, you know, that collaboration for with Fungai and Rafaira and then also just like venturing into like your own brand as well, mm. you know, just like also just taking some time to focus on, on, on Fungai. Yeah. Yeah. So with fungi it actually just started off as like my uni blog Mm. so i just post pictures from my uni work and then i found myself like making other stuff like i'd just be bored on a sunday sew something and then i'd post it and i'd be like oh that's cool then i'd post it on my personal page because why would i post an old guy in the yeah you know um and it just i think it became more of an outlet an expressive outlet as well because whether you and your partner Mm. your business partner (laughs) (laughs) whether you and your business partner design partner whatever are on Mm. the same page you'll always have another i don't know another expressive side that you want to let out and i feel like fungi gives me that Mm -hmm. and i get to literally do whatever i want and i i like the feeling of just doing whatever yeah because you know rufaro and i most of the time when it comes to our designing are always on the same page and we like the same things that's why we actually started <laughs> yeah. you know and doing things together yeah but then you know sometimes you just want to do things by yourself mm. yeah yeah no yeah, yeah so like pretty much like you're saying like an outlet for your creativity mm-hmm. okay mm. okay no nah, yeah that's 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 cool that's dope so are you going to make that into like a full sort of like uh fashion house as well or yeah you know? okay yeah nice like, yeah of course like what else would it be of course <laughs> that's the way it's going as you blog full time we're going we're doing yeah. it 100 percent <laughs> oh man yeah but how is it like working with someone as well like you're saying you know when you look at it in terms of like a collaboration and you know having two different minds on one project mm-hmm. you know uh do you ever have times where you guys maybe like disagree on something and then you're like okay cool like how are you not seeing this vision or mm-hmm. how are you not seeing how this can go like sort of like full circle yeah, yeah. and then how do you guys then maneuver that in terms of like a collaboration um aspect of it and also just also understanding that okay cool we both have a brand that we're trying to push forward mm-hmm. yeah um well like i said before fungai and Rufaro, mm. we kind of just do what we want with it yeah so <laughs> i don't know i i when it comes to designing and everything like we we don't really we we never not see eye to eye because mm. <laughs> we like the same things we design the same things mm-hmm. we're always somehow always thinking about the same concept yeah so it's just so easy to jot down from there so i think it's a very easy partnership easy collaboration um i know there is a time i think um before i wanted dungarees yeah and i was was like sorry this can't this won't work (laughs) this will not work (laughs) and i feel like we will have like those small little like times when we're like ah bro this isn't gonna work yeah but if we say it's not going to work, it's like, it's not a train smash. It's not like, oh my, I want these dungarees because like everything else that we would have designed in that collection, we usually come up with like maybe 20 designs okay. and then choose like eight. Oh, so yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to get rid of something anyway. So mm-hmm. I choose five things that I want. She chooses five things she wants. And I think we you just, have like a, yeah. <laughs> okay. But then we would have already told each other, yeah, I'm a dungaree or mm, a booty short. You know, I, there's a time I wanted like, this girl to wear 
a hoodie, like a crop hoodie, yeah. and matching bikini bottoms. And then before I was like, bro, why are you putting our models in my panties? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, like, I guess there's just a mutual understanding when it comes to designing. Like, this will work, this won't work. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's the beauty of it. To be honest, of having like uh, a friend within a color within a collaboration, I feel because mm. like it becomes easy. Like you're saying, it's no longer like a like a brainstorming session. It's like you're just chatting and you're like, okay, cool, no, that's fine. Mm. This is not. <laughs> Let's put that aside. Let's go with these like three designs, four designs, or two designs, mm. and then like you just keep it going from there. So like, yeah, that's 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 really dope that you guys have that you know together. And how have you found it like working with like? Um, celebrities musicians other creatives within the industry mm -hmm. um just from a brand perspective as well and even from like a a, a personal uh, sort of um uh, yeah personal growth as well like how have you found that i mean it's been amazing you yeah know? um and it's uh, it's crazy because there's so many opportunities that would have come from designing for someone in particular yeah. whether it was Tashleta, Kura or Tammy like you know, so and there's been so much. Yeah, like, exposure. let me like, let me name Joe just so you know it's real. Let me, just, let me just, <laughs> just tell you real quick so that you don't think I'm just I'm just saying this. Takura, Tammy, Tadaji. Oh man, that's hilarious. Nah, but nah. Yeah. Go on, go just on, go it. on. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, it's been nice. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of forgot the question. Not gonna lie. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, <laughs> how have you like, how have you like, like working with brands and stuff, and like, like from your own personal growth? Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's been nice because yeah. like most of the time, well, as I was saying for Takura, yeah, um, he would specifically say I have a brief, mm. and I feel like that's always so fun, yeah, because you get to kind of explore and conceptualize through all of you know that mm. go through all of that madness. Yeah. And then they pick something and you're like, okay, cool. Now we can go, so you know, yeah. even with like Tammy recently, she was like, yeah, I want something super dramatic. And I was like, ah, I love it. I love being extra. And it's so fun um, getting paid to be extra, yeah. you know, getting paid to just be you. Yeah. And I, yeah, I really appreciate that. And I hope it's something that actually, you know, grows into something much bigger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, the exposure as well is also great because more people get to learn about your brand, not mm -hmm. just like see, oh, this person's, you know, this person's cool, but like genuinely just people who believe in your brand and what it stands for. It's always, you know, it's always great having people like that around. Nah, yeah, yeah, especially that feeling you get when you see someone wearing your stuff and you're like, yo, oh, like they're really nice. with it. Yeah, that is nice. <laughs> and you're like, yo, you're really with it. They're like, like yeah, oh, I'm like, really thanks. <laughs> you're like, thanks, bro. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to make this cool, <laughs> but I see that you like it, so I like it I too. Like it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, that's great. Um, uh, so yeah, if you wanna, if people wanna hit you up, you know, they wanna get some personal designs through. They want you, you know, to just like, you know, give them some advice in terms of styling, mm -hmm. or even like from a, you know, just don't follow the brand, you know, check it out, keep following it. Um, how can they reach you? Where can they hit you up? Um, sort of like, yeah, how can how can they how can they chat to you? Okay, well, Instagram is where like my portfolio is, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. with Fungai and Rufaro, it's Fungai X Rufaro. Yeah. Um. For my personal brand, it's fungi underscore M U Z O R O Z A Musorosa. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And Flow and Co. And Fast Party. 
It's Fleur and Co. We didn't talk about Fleur and Co. What's Fleur and Co? Oh, that's that's the home brand. I, oh, okay. I sell candles. Okay. That's hard. <laughs> and, and loungewear. Are they scented? Yeah. Okay. You want some and loungewear. So you're trying to put the two together, laundry, scent and candle. Yeah. Where is this going? Just set the mood. Hey, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, yo. <laughs> just heard it. Yeah. You're trying to set the mood, yeah. flow and code. That's what you need Hit to check out. <laughs> you can put the, the low tone voice, you know what you I mean? To. And the hum. And, oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, hey, guys, if you're trying to set the mood, flow and code, mm-hmm. you know, just check them out. Fungai Rufaro and Fungai underscore Musa Rosa. Hey, yeah, there you, you go. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Hey, shout out for coming through. No, really thank enjoyed you so having much you for having me. No, it was a pleasure always having you, young mogul. We up here. We're gonna be watching. That's you know, so nice. Jeez, you are out here. <laughs> you know. Thank you. Hey guys, you've just been inked by Fuzz. Welcome to Creative Earth Radio. <laughs>